standby passengers, see me at the podium of your city center. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Non-Rev Lounge. This is episode six. My name is Brittany, and I will be hosting today. Oh, boy. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have Tyler, Monique, and Laura sitting with me here today. Hello. So welcome, guys. Hello. 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 Thanks for being on today's episode. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for Jinx. allowing us. Thanks for letting me take over. I'm surprised I was... It's a takeover episode. Yikes. Brittany's taking over. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany's taking over. So easy. So if those of you who might know me as Brittany, the behind the scenes on the Non-Rev Lounge Instagram page, I have recently taken over since this year and we have been doing really well on it. Is that tooting my own horn? Nope. It's true. That is definitely tooting my own horn. You're amazing. We've got, I feel like we've got a lot more followers on social media and then more this last month of January, we just finished. We've had more downloads than we had ever before. It was by far. So I think a lot of you, you're helping drive a lot of people. So thank you. Well, I think just the content in general on our social media has been really good. Are you talking about nude beaches? <laughs> Am I? No. We have pictures of that on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't see? I posted that just five minutes ago. Oh no. Oh, yikes. Okay, <laughs> I should probably it. take that down. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, so I've been, if you do interact with the Instagram page, um, it is most likely me replying. Everything. And let's not forget the link tree. That oh you yeah, put in. the link tree. Yeah. So we have the link tree link that you will see us post in most of our stories. And that just brings you to one page that has our Instagram, our Twitter, different places where you can listen to our podcast. So I think it has Spotify, has Apple, all of that. So um, definitely u- utilize that link if and have a listen and follow us for sure. Look at us. <laughs> Alrighty. On speaking of our Instagram and our social media, we put up some introductions of our crew this past week. And Those bios? Yeah, yeah, the bios and the introductions. And we put a little text box on there to ask for you guys, our listeners, to ask some questions. So we're going to answer some of those right now on the podcast. Well, that's what we had a listener, Goatee. Yeah, Goatee 54, isn't it? That he, yeah. he wanted us to do a live show, and we joked that we're not good live. But I want, he wanted us to see us, and so this is a way that you can, you can see our pictures and kind of see what we look like. And so Monique's was a little I think dry. Mine's the, was funny, was yours? She was more money. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> she was more money. was better. When I think we use the most flattering photos of everyone as well. <laughs> Donnie was so confused about the phone, I did tell her that story. <laughs> I like, had hey, someone, there with the phone. Someone liked that. <laughs> okay, so Strawberry Mommy in Dallas loved that phone thing. <laughs> it's a fun story. I feel yeah. like it's we should too. take a second and pause here and have Laura tell the story of the phone. Of the phone. It honestly is. Someone did ask a question. What About what said. the heck was that phone? Yeah, someone said, why do you have a jet bridge or like a crew phone or whatever? Tell, tell the phone story, Mo. So when you meet a plane, you pull up, right? You open the door. You put a phone in there. So that the gate agents and the flight attendants can communicate with each other. Because the flight attendants are not allowed to step off the aircraft as long as there's a passenger on board. So, so we, if we need to talk, like say there's something something wrong with a seat or something's happening, 
we need or to you contact need to call you. catering or cleaning or anything like that. Yeah. That way you can communicate with us and we can get it done. So is every- it normally wireless? <laughs> no. That's why I, I've seen like a wire going in, but you you had it without a wire, so I didn't know how you. Oh, we that's had it without the, a wire. That's yeah. the joke. But it's usually has a wire. Okay. And so it's always strung in there and placed in the flight attendant jump seat. So we finished. We took off. We finished our safety demo, and we went to sit down in the jump seat. And the girl flipped open her jump seat, and there it was, just the handset. Where's the cord? We cut it off when we shut the door. You, you cut off? Yeah. So, it was, so, yeah, was so it? whoever shut that door did not take the phone out. They just shut the phone with the cord and then backed that jet bridge up and snapped that cord and left the phone in the plane. <laughs> what we them. had was a handset. Was there a cord hanging from the bottom of it? Or where, where no, it cut? no, it was still in Phoenix. Okay. And we took off with just the handset. That time it, it must have, the force of like pulling the jet bridge back must have done like just yanked that cord right out but, or something that's crazy. And I know it's a, like a singular joke, but every flight attendant when they see that picture with just the handset just laughs so hard because it's because everybody knows that how you got that handset. Got that phone. <laughs> that's why I chose that photo. It was so funny. We had it in the lavatory. We had it in the Ford Galley. And then I took it on into my hotel room. But when we landed back in Phoenix the following night, there was a manager waiting to pick up that handset. Oh, really? Oh, yes. <laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> They're like, we need our phone back. Asset <laughs> protection like shows up at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> like, But the thing is, flight attendants never really call us anyway, so... And Strawberry Mommy just thought that was funny. She goes, oh, my God, that phone showed up again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have a question for Monique. Oh, for me? Yeah. This one says, what was your favorite aviation job? Well, that's a good question. Favorite aviation job? Ticket counter. Not ticket counter. (laughs) (laughs) That's the least one. Well, because I guess, yeah, because I've done ramp, and then I did, yeah, res, and then gate. And we all know it's not res. Sorry, Jennifer. (sighs) No, well... That's hard because in reservations, if I was doing training, there was a few times I got to go to Dallas, and that was really fun. It's when I wasn't ever working at any of the jobs. I mean, like, downtime in the break room is always my favorite. I was going to say, the gate, but that it's not necessarily working the gates. It's playing cards in the break room. So COVID was your favorite? I was COVID just going to say that, yeah, COVID. <laughs> when she had six Pandem- hours between flights. Yeah. yeah, pandemic pool party. Yeah. <laughs> No, I probably do enjoy working the gates the most, though. Yeah. All right. This one's for Tyler. This one says, at what airport is your favorite lounge? Oh, that's a good question, too. Mm. I know people know I like the lounge, but I haven't actually been to very many. Just a couple for our line. But uh, my favorite, I, I just, I like the ones that are different because our lines seem like they're the same everywhere. So in Honolulu, that was cool because it was also done by JAL. So it was like Japanese. So that was different than... And the one in Boston had clam chowders was different, but oh, I want clam chowders. <laughs> but for the most good. part, that's the same food at every place. I don't know if I have a favorite. I, I, Is I there one that has like the best view of like planes yeah, or something? That's where the question. Well, that's you, that's you, you told me that Charlotte has a great one. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, it's in between like the E gates and every all the other gates. It's beautiful. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all really mahogany like- wood. Next question, Laura, your worst passenger. It was during COVID. And she had this gossamer scarf, you know, the real see-through scarf. It was really pretty, but it was see-through, and she had it around her neck. And so she came on with a mask on, and as soon as she was on board the plane, she took the mask off and just put that little scarf around her face. <laughs> and, you know, I, I tend to, like, overlook that because I, I choose my battles, but all the other passengers were getting worked up about it 
because it was COVID. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And um, when they're probably going, I have to sit with this stinking mask on. She should have to comply as well. Yeah. yeah. Why does she get that scarf? So that yeah. was kind of ugly. And she and her husband, then her husband was doing it too. He was, we had to have, he was putting he was a scarf? scarf? No, he had a oh. very similar scarf on his face. And so then he said he was of a certain religion that had a scarf like that. And I'm like, great, then you can wear both. You can wear the mask and your yeah, religious exactly. scarf. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I had security meet them that they were playing. But that's the only time I've ever had any problems with anyone with masks. Did you have to offload them? No. Oh, just security came and gave them a uh-huh. and then I, talking to? I did put something in their PNR so that they, didn't, they couldn't come back on us. All right, this question is for me. It says, how does commuting work for you? I mean, it's so close. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's just like a hop over the pond. That's it. Like, <laughs> and no then big across deal. the country. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. But you're three weeks on, three off, right? Yeah, three on, three off. So and every then, three weeks you're yeah. going back and forth. And you always stay with that nice, those nice friends of yours? I stay with, I've got a lot of friends that I stay with. I yeah. kind of rotate. I know, <laughs> I like hotels. that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then well, usually when I come back, I'll, it, I'll, I'll try and come back the day that I land in London. So like the That's time before uh-huh. I spoke about that, I landed from Santiago and then flew back and then this last time I went to flight. you bumped into Tyler and Katie? Yeah, that's when I bumped yeah. into them. And yeah. then ran? And then ran. I was running. I was like a chicken with like my head cut off. It was horrible. And then mm-hmm. this last time I landed from Geneva, Switzerland. And um, I took the later flight to Dallas out just because I got first class all to myself. Ooh. I was the only one in first class. Did first you run around? Class. I did not. Up in the sky. <laughs> I should have. I should have had a Freaky. dance party. Freaky bird. Yeah, and then so like Tyler said, I work three weeks on, three weeks off, and that's how commuting works for me. Do you hate it? You love- I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That's not sarcasm, by the way. The work or the commuting. I mean, that's a long ways to go to work. But she likes when he came to go in like thirty minutes into work, so it's the flex- <laughs> it's the flexibility. I okay. basically, I know this sounds really bad, but I basically live two lives, and I love the flexibility of it, and I love seeing the world and. Being back here with my family and my friends, and obviously, you know, my Hannah flight Montana. training. Hannah Montana. Yeah, exactly. Is your family over there? No, very family here. I have no family over there. <laughs> you have British Brittany, and you have American Brittany. Well, I love following you when you're on your trips. Oh, well, thank That's you. Like, she was on reserve this last time. Well, it was airport standby. That's reserve. And yeah, well, yeah. We call reserve something a little bit different, but I was on airport standby, and I had. I was good for three days, and I got called like forty well, five minutes. minutes in. Forty minutes. So our <laughs> airport standbys are six hours long, and forty five minutes in, my uh, my phone rang, and I was like, "Hi." And there was the the woman at the desk, and she goes, "Hi, Brittany. We have a, a immediate report for you." And I was like, "Okay." So I go up to the desk, and she goes, "I've got a three day trip," and I like panicked because the time that I got called was the time that the Lagos reported, and those are like busy, busy flights, and it's a three day trip so i was like please don't send me to lagos please don't send me to lagos please don't send me to lagos so i was like literally like up there at the desk yeah 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 it's in nigeria just like saying to myself and she goes oh we got we got a nice little uh euro tour for you she goes you're doing one out today to nice and then tomorrow you're back to london then out to geneva and then one back on the third day back to london and i was like what? I don't even get these off of like roster publication. It was a one two one, a three day. Like you can't get any Ooh. better than that. No, you can't. I had such a long time layover in Nice. The only downfall of it was I was like the crew, the random crew member that 
just hop she was around. the extra crew member yeah so, so she wasn't really part of a crew no i just hop around and meet different crews so the crew that i flew to nice with ended up going straight back to london and here i am getting off the aircraft like trying to navigate myself through the nice airport and if anybody knows anything about france like very few people speak English in France. Well, they speak it. They just don't want to tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, I would say more so Paris and stuff like that. But like Lyon and Nice. A well, lot that's of probably the, true. A lot of the younger um, people do definitely. Generation does, but not many um, older generations. And so I'm like going through. And thank God I've done this trip before. So I knew where I was going. But then I was like, how am I supposed to find my transportation? And then this one guy. And like, So she's looking around. And she goes <laughs> downstairs outside. And she's standing there in her uniform looking around. <laughs> well, I wasn't standing. I was kind of walking to make it look like I didn't. I actually knew what I was doing. And this guy in this all black, like black shirt, black pants comes up like from over in the corner, comes over and he says my airline's name. And I was like, yes. And then I just wa- just got into a van with this guy like. What other occupation would you just hop into a van with someone that is not even marked with like or speaks your language or speaks your language in a foreign country? And I was like, well, hopefully I make it. And what did your friend Laura say? Laura said, I feel like this is the plot of the movie Taken. It was exactly like it. It was exactly like it. Well, was he handsome? No, he was definitely. (laughs) He was like, he was old enough to be my dad. Yikes. (laughs) Just like the movie. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, (laughs) I made it back. So that's good news. He mean yes. Tugger, but she kept talking, so he's like, get out. <laughs> yeah, in English. He's like, she he's won't like, shut up. He's like, please leave. <laughs> this one is for Monique. Ooh. This one says, what did you do to get arrested? What is this cool crook club? Oh, because my profile picture. <laughs> your face. <laughs> Mom, I didn't get arrested. In your bio picture. Your face. Was, I wish I would have gotten a video of that because you were like, shocked. <laughs> Mom, who knows about this? So we do the Crook Reunion. I think we've talked about it on here before. Open Idle Falls. Yeah, and Idle yeah. Falls. And our family was in charge, like, and our theme was Crooks Incarcerated. So we, you know, it was just a big prison theme. So we took mug shots and, yeah, so that was what It's a reunion for. picture, yeah. Yeah, it's just a reunion picture. Nothing official. But it was funny. So I did make that my Facebook profile at one point. And within like two days, I had two random dudes request to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> And I think in the one I posted, I'm even like making a weird face and I'm a little bit cross-eyed. And these two dudes were like, yes, I need to be friends with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. And then. Are they cousins of ours? <laughs> they, were not, <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> they were not family. No. This one is for Tyler. Advice from a ramper transferring from a regional airline to a mainline. Ooh. Get ready to kick your feet up. No. Is that true? <laughs> wow. That's going to be bringing a regional person seeing how easy it seemed to be. Tyler or Monique? <laughs> <laughs> Zip it up. Both, good, no, you both did the same job. But she didn't go to the mainline um, ramp. ramp. No, yeah. she went to reservation. Where you I actually could kick my feet up if I wanted to. <laughs> I, we've had a bunch of people that transfer. I'm not sure if there's much we could say. I mean, the people that come up, that transfer up or get hired on with our line from, they already know the job. I mean, I would assume it's really boring for them and training. I was talking to a guy the other night that travels all the time and he's just itching to get off of the, where he can get Z fares again. Cause the first six months he can't, I think this was from Nolan and I got to meet yeah. him he, when he stopped by. He's really nice. And so uh, it, it, if you're working express, you already know all this, the, the jobs, they have the, basically the same jobs, they're just big airplanes. So I think that makes them a better employee. I really do. I was talking to Melissa was on the show because she's in Austin. Oh, They're I going through the same thing. And they said, would you rather have new hires 
that have never done it or expressed that kind of feel like they know what they're doing. And she kind of had a mixed opinions because sometimes if they're new, then they can kind of mold them to do what they want to do. If, if it's a little bit like if they're lazy, like Monique was like, she just worked these small planes <laughs> wow. with a few bags. Wow. <laughs> that's true at all. I was like one person on the ramp. Doing I know, the it was whole terribly. Plane. We were super understaffed. Yeah. Understaffed when you yeah. were there. So well, Rico, I would say at least at the gates, cause we've had a few express come okay. up. We love them way more, like because they actually know what they're doing. Okay, they know how to how to work a flight. They know the time frames. They know how to like do things fast if they need to. Not like Nicole. Yeah. Oh, she should be no, <laughs> no. <laughs> she seems like she would know one like already right off the bed. Back, but yeah. there are some people that you're like, she's sharp. Can no, she's, I? So you're like, she's got it. She's you're sharp. Like, You'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. But it's just nice when they already know. All right, Tyler. This is another one. This is kind of more of a comment. This person said, "I started spotting a year ago and got hired at." an airline four months ago when are we going spotting oh i need to write him because i think he's in miami so i'm planning on doing Miami. life on that the would ramp. be so fun yeah this is username welcome yeah. to yeah. miami so you guys would have fun in i think Manila, yeah i'm planning miami. on taking some pictures of miami nice when i'm there president's day weekend hopefully okay this next question is for laura and it is What's your favorite and your least favorite route? I think you've talked about your favorite route, but oh. I don't know if you've ever talked about your least favorite. My favorite route is London. 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 Yeah. And my least favorite route, oh, I'm so sorry for those of you that are going to get mad or angry with me. It's, it really has to be Miami. <laughs> Anywhere in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. That's my least it has favorite. to be Miami. Yikes. Those passengers are such a handful. There's very high maintenance. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you cannot please them. You cannot. It doesn't matter. If you do everything they ask you to do, they're still not happy. I can see that. They uh-huh. want, yeah. Uh-huh. And you hablo espanol, still doesn't matter. How often do you go through Miami? I, I don't bid it. Ever. So <laughs> yes. if I'm on do, reserve. 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 Uh-huh. You've been there before. I've seen pictures. Yeah, of them, so because you... you have to go to Miami if you're going to go down to the islands. So do you ever... Is it worth going to Miami just so you can have a good yes. overnight? Okay. Yeah, it is, actually. If you want to go to Bermuda or somewhere, yeah. So Miami's the worst because of the passengers, but not a little... Only the passengers. Just the people on. Mm-hmm. I think any airline across all flight attendants, people will say either Miami or Florida in general. Yeah, and I've seen people from your airline talk about oh, Miami. Yeah. Absolutely. Just... I mean, my three worst flights I've ever worked were all three Miami flights. Um, and then, Laura, what's the longest flight you've been on? Um, personally, for non-revving, the longest flight I've been on is um, L.A. to Sydney. That's what I thought, yeah. Uh-huh, but the one, the longest one I've ever worked is London. Did okay. America West go nonstop to Japan ever? Okay, I forgot about that. I thought you guys stopped. I thought or America was it West stop stopped in, 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 Honolulu. in Honolulu. In Honolulu. So yeah. what, so we the, had 24 okay. hours okay. in Honolulu. Then it was... And then it was only eight hours, seven or eight hours so still from Honolulu to uh, Nagoya because we didn't fly to. But you worked that? Oh yeah, yeah, it was oh, fun. That, that was a seven forty-seven, cool. wasn't yeah, it? It was a seven forty-seven. It was, and it was during we had it started service at the start of the Gulf War, so Japan told their people not to fly on American carriers because we were in a war situation. So they they didn't. So like one time, there's twenty four of us flight attendants. No, eighteen of us flight attendants, seven passengers. Holy, holy most And that was a 747? Yeah, and that's sad. Jeez. Wow. And then yeah. you got 24 hours in Hawaii as well. Yes. So you went, flew from Phoenix to Hawaii, 24 hours, and then Hawaii to Nagoya, I think it was like 30 hours. 
And you guys just partied because uh-huh. was flying it. Uh huh. And we stayed downtown. It was really nice. And then we flew back to Nagoya or back to Hawaii. Twenty four hours again in Hawaii and then back. So it was a five day trip. That's sweet. It's a Have night, you done that bridge walk? Trip. No, I, I wanted the bridge to. Walk. Um, our our first officer did it on that on that actual trip. Do you know what we're talking about in Sydney? Sydney yeah, bit, the Harbor bridge. bridge. The Harbor Bridge. I think when I it's went, expensive. it was like ninety bucks to do it. Oh, so three hundred. I was just now. gonna say, it, yeah, it's it, like three hundred. That was back when I was in ninth grade, and I remember being like, I can't pay that. That's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay ninety bucks to do it today. Three hundred is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I would still do it. It's probably like the Lenai, though. One of those things where, like, oh. dang it, I should have just shelled out for it. Three hundred is a lot, though. I see. Is someone carrying you? <laughs> okay for three hundred dollars do you have a be- professional photographer taking pictures of you the whole time is there a mule carrying all your things it's <laughs> <laughs> the grand canyon <laughs> oh my god all right so this next one is for me it says what kind of flying do you do and what is your end goal that i do i'm a student pilot so i'm at about 30 hours and my end goal is to do aerial firefighting that's very cool. Yeah. So what I want to do is fly like the DC tens and the like the big tankers and drop the uh, fire retardant on the wildfires. Because obviously, growing up here in Arizona, I mean, we're affected by it so much. And you, you know, out at Gateway, you'll see those aircrafts out there. And um, so, back in the day when I was like thirteen, I wanted my dream job was to be a fighter pilot. I wanted to fly. Like Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to fly, I wanted to fly fighter jets off of an aircraft carrier. And anyways, I, I don't run. So, you know, military was out for this girl. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I was like, okay, so I want to be a pilot. And then when I joined my airline, my goal was to be a commercial pilot. And after working as a flight attendant or cabin crew, whatever you call it, I realized that I really enjoyed being with the passengers and I just think it would be so boring just flying straight and level for hours and hours on end. So I was like, okay, what all, what other kind of flying can I do? And I, you know, would see all the tankers around and everything. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to fly in low visibility in terrain and, or Tyler, what kind of flying do you call it? Tell me. You're a dangerous one. Yeah, he calls it dangerous flying. (laughs) (laughs) That's the type of flying he calls it dangerous flying. So that is my own goal. Monique, who gave you your sense of humor for the podcast? My dad. I like well, your dad. Well, and my mom. I definitely have a mixture of my parents. My dad has the dry humor, and my mom has the quirkiness. So I have like a dry quirkiness. You think mom's funny? That's mom so can be funny. Yeah, she's. I think she's funny. And they're both teachers. <laughs> they're both teachers. So this is what puzzles me about the two of you because they're both teachers. So they like to talk to people and get to know people. You don't feel like teachers are like that? Not my dad. No, he's not. No. He, so, yeah, there's, crooks are very antisocial. Yeah. Good thing you guys started a podcast. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they could be social with everybody, but nobody at the same time. That's what we have, we'd get guests on. Because they're by themselves, but then everyone listens. It's pretty true, actually. <laughs> I made Tyler laugh. Yeah. I'm putting that in my baby book. I made him laugh. <laughs> What's your favorite plane, Tyler? The MD-11. I've never been on it, but. I used to love. I still love the seven forty seven, like everyone else. But uh, there's something about the the MD eleven that's right now is my favorite. Is that one that like UPS uses with like the engine on top? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's our like our picture on our. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, picture on our logo. 
Can we just like take a second and go back and remember when Monique, when Monique was asked what her favorite aircraft was, and she goes, the one from the wedding singer. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And Doug and Drew were like, uh. <laughs> but were, then there's such like aviation nerds are like, we'll figure it out what kind of. They were giggling they as they were talking. They're like, oh yeah, this is it. They could. <laughs> and then they knew, yeah, within like a minute or so. Oh my goodness. All right. Laura, can you tell how you met your husband? Oh, <laughs> okay. So when I started at Ameriquest Airlines, we were, there were four classes all at the same time, two in the morning, two in the afternoon. And my husband was in the other morning class. So in the afternoon, they would open up a little partition and join the two classes and the two classes become one. And I would sit there and stare at his butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cute. So my girlfriends and I, because there were three at a table, so my two girlfriends and I, Bev and Jackie, we would write notes, pass notes back and forth about Dave's butt. And I still have that note. <laughs> oh, do you really? That that's cute. That. cute. Yeah. And that's how I met him. But he kept asking me out, but I kept saying, oh, no, I have a sister for you. So I wanted to set him up with my sister. And then he went out with my sister, and, and my sister goes, oh, he's so nice. He's like, I'm, I'm like, ooh, no, 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 no. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, I liked him. All right, this uh, is our last question, and this one is for me. And it says, a place you haven't been to yet that your interest lies. Oh, that's good. That is really good. I feel like, I mean, obviously, Santiago was on my list, but when we're there, we're hotel confined, so I'd say that. But Because of COVID. Yeah, yes, yeah, because really of COVID. It, no. such a bummer. But your girl got to taste the food, and Monique knows, because I sent her a text message every single day. I ordered the same thing. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it looks so day. good. What is it called? A completo. Yeah, that. What every is day. it? It's, they're like, it's their, their hot dogs. So they have like homemade bread. Their bread's so oh, good. Con. And then they do avocado on it with diced up tomatoes and some mayo. You can, or you can have it whatever way you want to, but yeah, that was really good. But I would say, other than that, Generally, the Middle East, the only place I've been to is uh, Dubai. And I just, my interest lies in the Middle East because I feel like as Americans, we're fed like from the media what the Middle East is. And I just, especially traveling to all these other countries, it's, I don't feel like it is what so it's that's not what you projected see. to us. Yeah. That's not what you see. Yeah. And I mean, which plays so much more there that yeah we don't see. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, could actually explore. Like before working for my airline, I would never even think to travel to Pakistan or Saudi Arabia. But we fly, we fly those routes regularly, you know. And so I think it would be a really great eye-opening experience to just experience. Their, well, I mean, I love experiencing cultures, anyways, no matter where I go. But just to really see and see for myself what it's really like. So. Well, I asked Brittany if she would do a Freaky Friday thing with me, and we could exchange bodies and that jobs. That would be so fun. You want to do I Omaha and Minneapolis? <laughs> I want to do that. Um, I want to do no snow. <laughs> I've like, got Pittsburgh me. coming up. <laughs> well, I'm going to that one, so. You're, yeah, Mo's coming with me to Pittsburgh. We wish Brittany was, too. But I wish yeah. I could, but I'll be in Denver visiting my sister. All right, Laura. So earlier in the podcast, you spoke, we kind of went back and forth about like what reserve and airport standby is. Um, but this was your reserve month. So oh, this was my reserve month. First of all, can you tell us kind of what reserve is and how often you get it? And then tell us about your month. Reserve is when you don't have a specific lineup of trips. And so you're available on call for the company to call you when they need you. And you have certain days off. So you know that, okay, so these four days I'm available for the airline to call me and work me. And they did every single day. 
and we have a what's called a rotating reserve so I'm on reserve once every four months and that way the brand new people that are on and they're on reserve I think full-time reserve for their whole schedule for the first three years I think and then it goes into rotations which is it's it's kind of fair so that they can get a day off to plan doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. I get that. Yeah. Just after this many years, I didn't think I would be doing it myself. So anyway, so I got a lot of things that I don't usually do, like all-nighters to Newark. But on another hand, I get to meet a bunch of people that I've never really met or got to know, and it was kind of fun. When I got to see you a couple times at the airport, too. Yeah, that was fun. was fun, yeah. Uh-huh. So it's never a, a... Well, it's not fun not knowing your schedule, but... I do like the mystery of it. And it's only one month every four months. So I can do that. So can you bid your days off during the weeks? Correct. So when the bid comes out and everybody that's holding the line gets to bid the trips that they want to work, I'm bidding my days off. Okay. And it goes by seniority. So I'm I'm usually pretty good. So I usually get the weekends off. That's nice then. Uh Uh-huh. Do they ever go into your days off, though? Oh, thank you for asking. Okay, so that Newark, <laughs> the all wait. night to Newark, I was only good for, two, for, for one day, that, just that one day. So I thought, okay, they're not going to call me because the next day is a flex day. It, there's two days, flex days and golden days. Golden days, you, they absolutely cannot work you. Flex days, they could work you. We in, have golden days, too. Uh-huh, into that day off. So that's what happened on that Newark. So I worked it on my day on the day I was re- on reserve, I worked at two Newark, and then the next day when I was in Newark is my day off. So they, they sent me home as a deadhead, where I sit on the pa- plane as a passenger. So that but was technically little... you're still not home though. I am not home. So then they give me the opportunity to pick another day for a day off. I picked another day at the end of the month. So do they have airport standby where you sit there and then also at home? Did you ever do airport standby? I have done airport standby, but not, not this, this last month. You already got, you were called so fast they didn't even get there? Um, well, a couple of them I was called so fast they didn't even get there, but you bid for that too. It's a daily, on a daily basis, you bid for what you want to work that's okay. in open time or like standby. But I try to pick my trips so I know where I'm going and what I'm doing. I was number one in first class the entire month. Only one trip, that Newark trip, I was in first class. Why do you think that is? I don't think people like to work first class because there's 20 passengers up there and only one flight attendant. That's the most negative thing I've ever said about my job. So you're off for a few more months for reserve? Yes, I'm not back on reserve until May. Yay! So we come at the gate, when they sit at the airport, we call them HOTS? Yes. And so I like to put in our remarks when I get them to board my flights, I go, we get the hot flight attendants to board our flight. <laughs> oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> I love that. Opposed to the ugly ones, we got the hot ones. I love that. So what if you had something that month that you just like, I don't know, you needed a whole week off. Can, like, it- like a friend's wedding or something. Okay, that's a, good, that's a good question. So last June, my husband and I were going down to um, Rocky Point for the Roger Klein Music Festival. And that's we had, right. it was like four or five days. And so, and we'd already bought our place and and anyway um i bid my days off for that block so then i didn't get very many days off the rest of the time but you can't like swap months with someone else and say you can it's called senior bump so in case i didn't want to do june i could have senior bumped into may okay but i didn't realize i was going to be on in june because sometimes it's hit or miss with some people of my seniority and it was a hit it was a hit i got hit 
Ugh. So you really lived it up in Mexico then? Yeah, I had a really good time. <laughs> like, I'm working the rest of the month. Let's do this. Yes, let's, let's enjoy that's it. When, that's when Dan and I called you and you were naked. Oh, God. Yes, that's I was. Right. You were living it up then. <laughs> she was. They, they FaceTime me. I'm not, I'm not going to answer when I'm naked. So while you were on reserve, I was living my best life in I, Maui. I saw that. I invited you. Thank you. And yeah. you invited Drew. I didn't invite My Drew, son. but Drew was snowboarding. He oh, no, he, he was snowboarding. snowboarding instead. Where was I? Oops. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think I invited Tyler, too. Now I feel really bad. Whoa. I Did I not invite you? I don't invite. She wanted a Disney driver. That so. is not what I wanted. <laughs> she said that wouldn't be me. That's not. <laughs> I like your honesty. I like that. I booked a trip after New Year's. It was like a bucket list trip for you, right? Not just Maui. You done Maui, but there was a. Um, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the golf tournament. It was really like what I wanted was my bucket list thing. I booked Maui and the golf tournament. I knew the golf tournament was going to be there, so I it was just okay. like two birds with one stone. So I booked a solo trip. Well, I did send out a couple of invites, only to you know, people the, the people A-listers. that could afford to go with you. <laughs> That's what I feel like more it was. <laughs> Just the resort you stayed at, yeah. it was swanky. Um, your girl got it off Airbnb. Oh, really? For nice. like, what would I tell you? It was like 183 a night. Like for that resort, that's dirt cheap. And I was only there two nights. Nice. Because I stayed in a hostel for the first night. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was so, so funny. What? When you flew first class, like a lay flat first class seat in Dreamliner, and then you stayed in a hostel. Well, in a tent in the backyard hostel, right? Yeah, I mean, I that was another that was another bucket list thing for me. And in case I didn't like the hostel, I still could go to a hotel. So, was it a tent or a teepee? It was definitely a tent. Okay. And it rained that night, and it was so nice to hear the rain Aww. like pounding on the tent. It was lovely. Like I love the experience. It was great. But one night was definitely enough for me there. But I met like a lot of people from around the world. There were people from Brazil, Australia, a girl from England. She was there. I was surprised there's there's so many people traveling right now from all the world. Yeah, I was. As much of the world I, I still thought that down, as well I, too. Yeah, cool. But you have to think about it. These people who stay in hostels—that's kind of just like their residence. They just hop from different like state or country to country yeah. and just stay in these hostels. So, I mean, they're still doing it. But um, yeah, so I booked that trip. I. Knocked off two bucket list items, staying in a hostel and the Tour of Champions golf tournament. So you've never stayed in a hostel before? Never. And I asked Tyler, like I was messaging him like three, four days before, up until the day I left. I was like, Tyler, I don't know what to do. I'm so nervous. Like I've never stayed in a hostel before. Can you tell me what to expect? Like I was... Did you make sure he you was, kept your rental car keys like right? <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the main reason why I booked a tent and not a room. <laughs> then no one can steal my keys. <laughs> How many people could fit in the tent? One. It's like a normal like one, oh, just two like one person, person tent. Yeah. Oh, but two people could fit in there? Well, it was a, a twin bed. Okay, so, so like, I mean, how close could, you want to get? Yeah, okay. If you want to get really close with your person. But you obviously wouldn't share it with somebody else. You would share it with someone you know. Like Yeah, like, like if I a party bring, of two came in, yeah. Yeah, like I could bring you guys or, well, one of you. And we could try and... Paper, like, scissors. Can I be the big spoon? <laughs> yeah, you can't be the big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> we could try and fit on that, you know, twin mattress, but... Which I'm glad I did. The tent was perfect. Like the out, the backyard was beautifully decorated. Lots of lights and music playing and all of that. And so. But you were like, area. I'm not showering this trip, right? You wrote me in. That was that was like I am the not. Goal. I am not. No, I was not showering when I was at that hostel because oh. the bathroom. Oh, even when you went to the okay. I was going because your hotel looked real nice. I shower there. <laughs> Shut up. So really, did you not shower until you got to the hotel? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, because I, if, it. Well, cause I, I, I showered the morning before I left, and then I checked into my hotel not even 24 hours later. So, That's and then nice. I, well, I know, so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I do that at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ended up going to sit by the pool that day, and then I showered after I went, or when I went back up. But... Yeah, I went. Your views lining. were amazing in that place, that place, though, where you stayed. It was nice so place. I've actually stayed in the penthouse suite of that place before, because um, this is where my family and I used to stay when we would go, and that view, unreal. My view was obviously like kind of blocked by the building, but if you're at the front in the corner on the top, I sound really bougie, and I don't mean to sound bougie. My parents had timeshare. Okay, let's, just, let's the, just call it what the it elevator, is. Like the elevator, like the window elevator. Oh yeah, yeah. So you could see as you're going up. So. Yeah, that was really nice. So, yeah. And but then, you didn't really share anything about the hostel. Shut you up. said first class, skip hostel. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be that weird person that was like in the hostel taking pictures. Like, you know what I mean? Like the rest of them? Like, no, no, none of them were taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, look at these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me sound so snobby. And I'm probably like the least, I'm probably the like least maintenance like the lowest maintenance person you will ever meet. Like, I think she only wanted to do the hostile, so she had so content for this podcast. That is very true. See? No, it's it was more so for the bucket list, and my hotel was only available for two, those two nights. <laughs> Just so you know, that's not on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you all got to do something once. Anyways, so then I went ziplining. I booked a ziplining tour on my own, and then the very last day, I went to the Tour of Champions Is it a tournament. Kalua? Yeah, yeah. Did you have to get a ticket for it? Because you just walk yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I got a ticket for it. Dang. It was, an ex- it was a great experience. I'm glad I did it. I loved it. And I would 100% hands down do it again. The only thing that I hated about it was, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been to that course, but it's hilly. And when I say hilly, we're like full on hiking. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. So like I followed and so I followed him to like whole three right and then f- when i saw four i actually have a picture of it off to we can post it on the instagram four was like a straight up hill it was so hilly that the golfers got a golf cart to go up the hill in like oh. and you know they walk i mean they oh, walk really? but this course they were driven on some of these ones because of how in like four wheel carts no just like a normal golf oh. cart <laughs> we're not talking about mountain we're talking about golf course but like very hilly because it goes up into the west maui mountains so I saw it and I was like, nope, Turn, I turned around and went down and got a beer and some food. And I was like, I'll catch him on the ninth hole where it's flat. <laughs> so I did that. And then, yeah, it was a really, really good day. I loved it. The weather, it was hot, but it was beautiful. And So happy you went. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I'm good. so happy I went. And, and then, you got good come back too, right? Shut did, up. You, you got first class, right? No, I got premium. I remember we talked about this, premium economy. And I complained oh, about it. Terrible seats. No, they're I, nice. Seats. That was oh, a yeah. joke. Yes. Oh. <laughs> they're still being like, facetious. Like, well, yeah, domestic first. Tyler, still. Tyler and I don't feel that way. Oh, you don't like those? Premium economy is nice, it's and you get free drinks. Back. Um, there's no drinks right now, but if there were, you'd get free drinks. I'd rather have a whole row to myself in the back than a premium economy seat. Would you rather? Tyler, like... I probably would, too. If, if I feel you're like going Tyler to... and I had a very, very similar... I, I was almost didn't tell him how I felt about it because I thought he was going to be offended. And I did, and he... Him and I had very similar So you had views. a frank conversation about it. Yeah. Maybe, because I guess you could kind of lay down on the three seats. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you want? It was a red eye. So it yeah. wasn't a male serve, right? No, but like so the you... seat itself is just not my favorite. And they have... Ours has those little, like, stands to put your feet upon. 
which oh, yeah. I don't like. That doesn't oh. match where my feet get. So it's like, well, if you're five four, it works great. Yeah. That's it works really it. That's yeah. it. If I was going somewhere, you're going to be awake a lot, and you're going to get served the the food because it's still usually the, like the good service. Yes. Then I would say, yeah, I'll yeah. Something nice. But it's just, but if, if you're going to sleep, like a red eye through the night. Yeah. Just put me in the- but I'm glad I know this now because if I get the option, like I did that one time, do you want a whole row to yourself in the back, or do you want a premium economy seat? And I chose the whole row row to myself. And then, long story short, I didn't get the row to myself, and I was texting Monique angry and. Anyways, um, I was investigating. No, she was <laughs> definitely investigating. I appreciate you for that. I would definitely choose a whole whole row in the back. Okay, so our friend Jake's on the Jake's on plane. <laughs> You're such. He went to Hawaii this week, and I noticed he had a whole row to himself. And he also said that he used mileage. Oh really? Yeah, because he went positive space with his mileage. Interesting. Yeah. He and, he, took, he and his mom went over. And I thought, that's interesting. You had a whole row and you used your miles. What's that about? Yeah, I wonder if he regrets it. I know. I'll maybe, have to ask maybe him. Maybe he had to use them. Were they going to expire? Was yeah. I call? Oh, that's probably I'll true. Use them. I, I feel know. like if you also want to try certain seats, like, why not use them? Maybe. I was well, his airline's one seat for everybody. There's no difference in seating on his airline. I thought you were. It's all first class. <laughs> Is that who he works for? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. All first class. Maybe yeah. his mom is a, a warrior, so it's just nice to have a guarantee for his mom. It is nice when you travel with your parents to do something like that for them. So, yeah. even the inside, yeah. you may be like, <laughs> why? Isn't it funny that now that we're doing this and we like to travel so much that someone posts a picture like that where he's got the whole road to himself and you're, the first thought is, oh, why did you use miles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Shall we talk about Chicago? I can't wait to go to the Windy City. All right, so we're going to wrap up this podcast by talking about Chicago. Um, on March 6th, we are doing lunch in Chicago. Yes, we are. The 6th is when we're inviting... We're inviting our, our listeners yeah, we're to join hope, us. We've got a, a few uh, recordings to do, but uh, if you're free and you're in Chicago or you want to join us, we've had a handful of people that have said they're interested. So um, we still don't have more details as far as um, where and things. We're still working on that. So hopefully in the next week or two. Even people that don't non-rev are joining us, like DJ Spotter. And I think he buys tickets. And I think Greg said he was going to come, too. Greg, there you go. Yeah, well, so. it's only a little over a month now. It'll be about a month when this thing when this comes out. out. Yeah, so you've got time it's to coming plan. up, but yeah. I sadly will not be there. So if any of you are looking to come to meet me, sorry about that. That was where, so bad. Where are you going to be so they can follow you there? Um, I'll be in Santiago okay, cool. on a trip. You think so. or you know? If she knows now. No, I know. Okay. It's the longest flight they have. Go get you some completos. Hotel confinement, room confinement. <laughs> Cheers. She gets two naps on that airplane. Yeah, so come, we'll keep watching and we'll keep putting out more, more information as we keep recording and we put stuff on social media so you'll know where. But reach out to us and let us know so yeah. we can, can make sure we get you the direction if you're interested. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be really fun. Before we close this episode, we wanted to give you a heads up about next week's show. We are matching up with our friends Doug and Drew from Next Trip Podcast to do a two-part show with part one of our conversation coming out Monday on their show and part two on the next day Tuesday right here on Unnerved Lounge. So go follow Next Trip to hear part one and then back here Tuesday for part two. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and hopefully you can tolerate me this whole podcast. Thanks for hosting. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you next week. Next week. Bye.